0: Welcome back to the Sower Seeds Podcast with John Straza, a teaching ministry that will firmly root you in the gospel of God's truth and love. And now, here's John. Hey, welcome to the Sower Seeds Podcast. This is John Straza. And today we're going to continue from last week's episode, You Are a New Creation. You Are a New Creature. And we're talking about when we were born again, we became a living new creature in Christ. And that new creation, we might say, is was given to us in a matter of, of seconds. It was done instantaneously. And this is really a critical aspect of our lives to keep in the forefront of our thinking. And we have examples in the scriptures, and I'm going to show you something today, because I knew we were going to go into a second episode here, and I just was wondering what would we be talking about today. And it's been a while. I've been in the scriptures for a while looking at this and something happened with the Galatians that I want you to see because they started their walk out with Christ beautifully. They just had a beautiful salvation and they understood that the righteousness that they received from God and and the new creation in Christ that they became was because of the cross of Christ. It was because of the blood of Jesus. And they understood that very clearly. And it's important to remember that that's always the case. Whether you're born again for 10 minutes or for 10 years or 30 years, our justification, our righteousness was given as a gift. It was given because Jesus paid a price. And that's a price that we can't pay. But there were some who went into the Galatian church who wanted to tell them that they needed to do certain things to be fully justified before God. Paul brought these people to the Lord and was ministering to them. He loved them as children and found out that this group of people Uh, They were probably Jews who really didn't like the new way, the new Christian way, and wanted to bring these people into Judaism. And these were uncircumcised people, which meant that they were not Jews by birth. But nonetheless, they were troubled by these people. And these people told them they had to be circumcised in order to be made right with God, to have right standing with God. And that's not true. And Paul took this very hard His language makes it very clear that he was angry, and he spoke very harshly to the Galatian people, even though he loved them and he also showed them love. He did. But this was one topic he was not going to tolerate. He just wasn't. He didn't tolerate much as it was, but this was not going to be. And I think sometimes we're surprised by how infuriated Paul was with the Galatians, when he discovered that people had come there and they had bought into the idea that they needed to follow some measure of the law, the Jewish law, to be justified before God. Paul used to be one of those people. He followed the law. He was highly trained in the law, more than most, actually. And he believed in that kind of life. But when he met Jesus, he learned very different that there was no person going to be justified by his own works. He would only be justified by the work of Jesus on the cross. And that is the only way any of us can be justified and put in right standing before God. And that doesn't give license to just say, oh, you can just do whatever you want. That's not the point of any of this. In fact, it would be the opposite. If you find out that you are justified in Christ by faith, your life is going to change from the inside out, and you are not going to go do just whatever sin and anything you want. Your life will actually change from the inside out. But let me show you something with that little background um, in place. At the very end of Galatians, Paul concludes his entire argument, and you're going to be really surprised to see what it is he says. This is Galatians 6 and 15, and he's been making his argument about circumcision or uncircumcision uh, through this whole thing, because these people came in and told these men that they needed to be circumcised in order to be truly saved and justified and made righteous before God. And Paul was arguing with them and saying that that was not the case. And this is how he concludes the whole matter just before he closes this letter. And he says, For neither is circumcision anything nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. Well, isn't that something that that was the conclusion? And I'm going to read it. That was out of the. New American Standard. I'm going to read it uh, out of the New Living Testament. It's just a little bit different and maybe a little easier to understand. Verse 15 in in this version says, it doesn't matter whether we have been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. And then he, he goes on to say, may God's peace and mercy be upon all who live by this principle. They live by that principle. From day one to their last day on this earth, they live by the principle that the only thing that matters is that they have been transformed into a new creation. And the only way you and me, brothers and sisters, will ever be transformed is by faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And that's the key. And this was his conclusion to the matter of those who were thinking that they could be justified by following some law. And the Lord was talking to me and showing me something. I was looking at this issue that Paul was having with the Galatians in uh, the beginning of Galatians 3. He said they were foolish. He said, you foolish Galatians. Who has bewitched you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified? He was showing them that the crucifixion of Jesus was the most important thing. God sent his son to be crucified to pay a price for us. Who are we to say, if I follow some law and pay some price, that's going to add extra justification before God? It's an insult to God the Father and to the work of Jesus on the cross to think that we can do something to add to our justification. We cannot. And then Paul goes on in verse 2. This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? What Paul is saying is they started out wonderfully. They believed. Like Abraham, he talks about this in Romans 3 and Romans 4, that we are justified by faith. Paul concludes the same thing. He said uh, in, in Romans 3 and, and verse 28, he said, therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. I mean, it doesn't get any clearer, brothers and sisters. So why am I on this? Why am I so passionate about this? Because many of us, at one point or another, No matter how long we've been walking with the Lord, begin to start thinking or we are taught by somebody else or somebody comes along and says, you've got to do this in order to be right with God. You've got to do that thing in order to be right with God, just like they did with these Galatians. And it puts self-righteous actions in the picture and you negate the work of Christ in your life. You negate it. You put it away. Even Paul says it. You've made the cross of Christ to no effect because now you're the one doing something that somehow is justifying you before God. And it's not okay. Let me show you something in the beginning of Galatians. If Paul starts out in Galatians 1 and he's just, he's beyond, he's besides himself. He says, I am amazed, this is verse 6, that you have so quickly deserted him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel which really isn't a different gospel, only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. Do you see how important this is? And listen to what Paul says here. I mean, this is ruthless. But even if we, he's talking about himself, or an angel from heaven, should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one that we have preached to you, He is to be accursed. That is serious stuff. And if it wasn't enough, he says it again. As I have said before, so I'll say it again. If any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you have received, he is to be accursed. Wow. That's serious. And I think today we're like, well, what's he so mad about? So what? Somebody come and said, you, should, you know, you got to do the law somehow or follow some law and, and it'll be better for you. No. And we're not putting away the law in the sense that we negate it. In fact, Paul says that at the end of Romans 3. Let me read it so you know that I'm not saying the law is, is not good. The law is good. It says, do we make void the law through faith? Paul says, God forbid. On the contrary, we establish the law. So he's saying that the law is right, and it's good, and it's perfect. But we can't take the position that if we follow it in ourselves, and therefore we deserve righteousness back from God as a payment, it's us saying we're paying the price ourselves. There's one way to faith righteousness, and that is in in Christ. There's one way to right standing with God, and that is through the blood of Jesus. You can't change that. And I'm passionate about it because I see so many people that have, have these aspects of their life where if they spend 15 minutes a day doing this, or if they go to church every week, or if they fast a number of times a month, that they are righteous because of those things. No, those are good works. Fasting and prayer and spending time with God, going to your services or Bible study, whatever. Those are good works. Those are good things. But they don't justify you. We were made a new creature unto good works. But the new creation, just like Paul concluded in Galatians 6, the only thing that matters is that we have been transformed by the blood of Jesus into a new creation. That's what matters. And the other reason I'm bringing this up, now here's a really key point. As I was studying these things, the Lord just spoke to me, and he spoke these words. And, I, and it was I believe it was just in the middle of the night, I don't remember, it was in the last couple of weeks, but here's the words that God, the Holy Spirit put in my heart. If you are after the law, you cannot see the following. Our inheritance in Christ, the promise of God, the gift of God, the grace of God, the life and salvation that is by faith. The law blinds us to the whole plan of God that is contained in the statement, the just shall live by faith. When we get into a law mentality, a veil comes right over our eyes. We lose. We, we may not lose it in the sense that we're lost. I don't mean that, but we lose focus and sight of the grace of God. We can't lose that. That's critical to function in the grace of Christ. When Paul was suffering... And pleaded with God three times. The Lord said to him, my grace is sufficient for you. We live in this grace. This is critical. This isn't a luxury. This is why Paul was so infuriated. We live in this grace. And the law blinds us. And I can prove it in the scriptures. If we look in Second Corinthians, Paul again, he's talking to them. If I was to compare how Paul was treating the Corinthians and the Galatians, the Corinthians did some pretty terrible stuff. And as firm as Paul was with them, he was much firmer with the Galatians over this matter. This offended him deeply because they were saying that the cross was not complete. I have to get circumcised to finish the job. I have to follow a law to finish the work, and to be justified before God, and that's a major insult to God the Father, God the Son, because God sent His Son to be a propitiation, a complete and full sacrifice for us, and the second we receive Him, we are justified. Our spirit was renewed. The justification that comes by faith, that happens right away. That happens because of Jesus. He paid that price, and God the Father sees Jesus in us. Do we need to grow? Yes, of course, day by day, and we're transformed, and we grow, and we are renewed, but we are justified by the cross. We are covered, our sins are covered, and we are a new creation. Not just the old person, sad and sorry and and all that. No, we're a new creation. That's what matters. And this is why Paul was so adamant about this. He said, what counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. And he's, he's saying through his other writings and letters that we would continue to be renewed day by day. This really hit him hard. But when he spoke to the Corinthians about the law, and how it affects people, look at this, 2 Corinthians 3 and 12, I just want to read this out of the New Living because it's just easy to take in. Since this new way gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. We are not like Moses who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel would not see the glory even though it was destined to fade away. Moses was given the law, and this is what Paul was talking about. He had the law, and he came down, and he had the law in his hands, and his face was shining with glory that people couldn't look at it. So in verse 14, but the people's minds were hardened, and to this day, whenever the Old Testament, meaning the law, is read, the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And look at this, and this veil can only be removed by believing in Christ. Yes, even today, when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil and they do not understand what's being said. But whenever somebody turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. You know, when Jesus was resurrected and he started walking with some of the disciples, by the way, he was opening up the scriptures to them. He was opening up Old Testament scriptures to them, showing them that Christ was being written about the whole time. Their hearts were being made new. They were learning about walking in the righteousness that came by faith and not the law. They weren't asked to follow a law. They were asked to believe in Jesus. And in doing so, guess what? The law would be fulfilled in their lives. Love would fulfill the law in their lives. They wouldn't steal. They wouldn't kill. They wouldn't covet. Their hearts changed because of what Jesus did. And that's why Paul was saying the only thing that matters is being transformed into a new creation. You have to understand you are a new creature. You are a new living creature in Christ. You're a new man. You're a new woman. And Paul is saying in 2 Corinthians 3 and 16, but whenever somebody turns to the Lord, the veil's taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The law doesn't bring freedom. The law simply tells you where you're wrong and what not to do. The law sets a standard of what is right and that's good. Used in its proper place, the law is good. We're not negating that. But our justification can't come in following it. It comes in faith in Christ. That's above all. And it amazed me that When I started thinking about, you know, what is the most important aspect about the new creation? I see that Paul concluded in an an entire letter to the Galatians saying that that's what mattered most. He was saying that the circumcision or uncircumcision either way didn't matter. He was saying what matters, what counts is the new creation, is whether we have been transformed on the inside. In other words, born again. That's what he's saying. Being born again is when you believe that Jesus is Lord. And some of us forget along the way in our walk, and we go back to the, to the way of thinking about, I got to do this and I got to do this to be justified. That's a mistake. Good works are good. I'm not saying don't do good works. But I am saying, and so is Paul, that you can't be justified by good works. Paul in Romans 5, it says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. This is so important. The prophecy in Habakkuk 2 and 4, it's it's saying that the just shall live by his faith. Many writers brought that up, the just shall live by faith. It means our justification with God, therefore being justified by faith. We have peace with God. Your peace is with God through faith in Christ. You don't get peace with God by following a rule or a law. And many churches have many laws that they've made. And it almost doesn't matter what the law is. And the danger is Like I said before, this is what the Lord was showing me, and this is what I tried to read to you in Corinthians, is that we lose our vision of the gift of God when we are law-focused. We have to focus on the gift of God. Our justification was a gift. We were redeemed. It's a price you can't pay. You can't pay for your sins. You can't get circumcised. You can't obey a law. You can't do any good work anywhere, anytime that will justify and forgive and bring justification and right standing with God. He won't have it that way. He'll only have it through his son who paid the price for you and a very expensive price it was. A very harsh price it was. A very difficult price was paid. Let's not insult the grace of God. Let's do it the way the Bible is showing us. There's a mountain of this in the scriptures. This isn't mentioned once or twice. This is over and over. The entire book of Romans is about this. The entire letter of Galatians is about this. Ephesians is about this. And more. So let's look at what Paul was saying, that what matters the most is that we've been transformed into a new creation. And my encouragement to you is, one, trust in the finished work of Christ for your justification and know that you are a new creature in Christ and become rich in the word of God and feed in the word of God. I just encourage you to get in the word so that the beauty of that new creature starts to flow through your mind and your heart and your soul and you begin to understand just who you are, just who you are in Christ. It's a beautiful thing, brothers and sisters. I, I hope this has blessed you today. I hope you hear what we're saying and that, that you are a new creation in Christ, that that was given to you for free. And as you follow in that grace and walk in the grace wherein you are saved, you will do good works and you will a change in your heart and you will see yourself doing things just like the law said you should you won't commit adultery because you don't want to you won't steal anymore because you don't want to you'll change the law was good but we are justified by faith in Christ so God bless you I hope that this has been a blessing for you today and we thank you for staying with us and, and listening today and we will see you on the next episode God bless